This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. All right, team, welcome back to The Hut. We are joined by the formidable, the one and only, Sean Davis. He is co-founder of The Federalist. His latest takes Hillary to task for one of her craziest moments last night. It's on thefederalist.com. No, Hillary Clinton, the Supreme Court's Heller decision wasn't about toddlers. No, indeed. Sean, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Uh, So let's just play for a moment what Hillary said when asked about the Second Amendment. Uh, Play clip two. You mentioned the Heller decision, and what I was saying uh, that you referenced, Chris, was that I disagreed with the way the court applied the Second Amendment in that case because what the District of Columbia was trying to do was to protect toddlers from guns. And so they wanted people with guns to safely store them. And the court didn't accept that reasonable regulation. I was upset because, unfortunately, dozens of toddlers uh, injure themselves, even kill people with guns, because, unfortunately, not everyone who um, has loaded guns in their homes takes appropriate precautions. What the heck is she talking about? It was so absurd that I had to pause the debate on my DVR and rewind it and listen again because I thought, there's no way on earth Hillary Clinton just said Heller was about toddlers. Um, So for your listeners who might not be familiar with it, the Heller case is the Supreme Court decision from um, 08 or 09 um, that said, yes, there is a constitutional right for individuals to keep and bear arms. And the Heller, the man who's the appellant in the case, his name is Dick Anthony Heller. He is not a toddler. Um, He was not trying to get guns for toddlers. He was a 66-year-old police officer in Washington, D.C., who asked uh, D.C. bureaucrats to give him a permit or a license to have a gun, and they said, no, you don't get to. Nobody here gets to. And the Supreme Court even characterized D.C.'s gun regime at the time as a total ban on handguns. The word toddler appears nowhere in the Supreme Court's decision, either in the majority or or dissenting opinion, appears nowhere in the oral argument from either the people arguing for or against Heller. It is a complete fabrication that Hillary cooked up out of nowhere last night. I I don't even know what she was trying to say. Usually it's, okay, she's pivoting or she's going in a different direction or trying to inject toddlers into this. I mean, I suppose it's because part of the D.C. regulation at the time, which, by the way, is a regulation they have here in New York City, too, is that even if you had a firearm, which you couldn't have, but if you had one, it would have to either be disassembled 
or in a state where it has a trigger lock on the gun. In New York, you also have to have it in a lock box with a trigger lock on the gun and ammunition in a separate lock box. Side note for everybody to see how crazy things are here. So really in New York, if you are a legal handgun permit owner, your best option is to throw the lockbox you have with your handgun in it at the burglar or home invader or whatever. Nonetheless, I, I, I don't understand the connection to toddler. Is it just this knee-jerk, okay, uh, I'm about protecting the children? Because I think that she says, I support the Second Amendment. The way, and yeah, I'll say it, a lot of Democrats say they support the troops. They know they have to say it, but they don't really mean it. Oh, no, she, it was a blatant lie from her. She does not support the Second Amendment at all. And what I found remarkable about, remarkable about it is that she didn't even have the spine or the courage to say, you know what, I disagreed with the Heller decision because I don't think you have an individual right to keep and carry a gun in your own home to protect yourself and your family. You know what, it, I think that's insane, but at least she would get some courage credit there for saying what she actually believed. But no, that's too much for Hillary. She can't ever tell the truth. So instead, she decided to invent a lie about how a case where a 66-year-old cop was denied the right to own a gun, was somehow about toddler gun ownership. I still am I'm waiting for someone to try. I'm waiting for that to, that to be explained to me. Uh, I, I want to see what the, what the explanation is on this, because it was a moment last night where, I mean, I, I tweeted out and it happened. It was just incoherent. It just made, it made no sense. It was like she turned into Jar Jar Binks all of a sudden, and it was just a bunch of noises and irritating gestures. But I guess that's Hillary for a lot of the debate. Uh, I also wanted to uh, ask you about how, well, I blame Trump for some of this, too. Um, but she dodged on the chair on the issue of corruption with the Clinton Foundation in s- such an obvious way. Play clip seven. Why isn't it what Mr. Trump calls pay to play? Well, everything I did as secretary of state was in furtherance of uh, uh, our country's interests and our values. The State Department has said that. I think that's been proven. But I am happy. In fact, I am thrilled to talk about the Clinton Foundation because it is a world-renowned charity. And I am so proud of the work that it does. You know, I could talk for the rest of the debate. I know I don't have the time to do that. But just briefly, uh, the Clinton Foundation made it possible for 11 million people around the world with HIV AIDS to afford treatment. And that's about half of all the people in the world who are getting treatment. In partnership with the American uh, Health Association, we have made environments and schools healthier for kids, including healthier Respectfully, this is is an open discussion. Well, it is an open discussion. I understand. And the specific question went to pay for play. Do you want to talk about that? But there is no evidence, but there is is a lot of evidence about the very good work and the high rankings that the Foundation It's a criminal enterprise. Uh, Sean, Trump didn't land the punches here that he needed to. I, but I do think in an odd way, Hillary really did answer the question because the Clinton Foundation, she she skipped over and in a sense, she conceded. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of shady stuff going on, but we do some nice charity work on the side. Well, so here's what's fascinating about that. She she actually lied there. Um, what she's talking about is actually called the Clinton Health Access Initiative. And it's an organization that was spun off from the Clinton Foundation long before she ever showed up uh, as a board member at the Clinton Foundation. Uh, CHAI, as it's called, Clinton Health Access Initiative, CHAI, was the brainchild of Ira Magaziner, who himself said of it, this is not a charity, this is a commercial proposition. Hillary Clinton never had a single thing 
to do with Chai distributing AIDS drugs. She had nothing to do with distributing pharmaceuticals nationwide. When Hillary Clinton showed up at the doorstep of the Clinton Foundation after leaving, leaving the uh, Secretary of State's job, she used it to shake down cash from foreign governments um, to just have like a nice little uh, nonprofit tax exempt slush fund for her husband and her daughter and herself. Um, in 2014, according to the organization's own tax filings, 6% of their budget went towards charitable grants, 6%. And that was somehow even less than what they did in 2013, which was 10%. Now, to your point about Trump, uh, my biggest beef with him this entire campaign is a complete inability uh, to ever land a punch that doesn't end up smashing himself in the face. I mean, the Heller question, this, her defending partial birth abortion, he, his, his apparently chronic inability to do debate prep, to study, to memorize attack lines, just left it wide open for her. She could have said whatever she wanted, and she would have gotten away with it last night. It was incredibly frustrating uh, that the door was wide open, I thought, as well, the moment that she started to go after Trump. And she really, I mean, she had, you can see the Hillary Cyborg accessing certain data cards. You know, it's like, up oh, here we go. Let's get into the, he's called Mexicans rapists, and he, and he dishonored the Khan family. And he said John McCain was, you know, she gets into the sort of the rhythm, and it's just the attacks we've heard all along. And you would think that Trump, who does have a huge ego and is supposed to be good at the insults, would come back with something. Trump is actually not that good at the insults. I started to think last night he is unwilling to go as personal as he'll, yeah he'll call her he'll say that she's done criminal stuff and whatever but everyone says that he won't go personal personally after her in a way that goes after her her character and when she was attacking him on the the women and the you know the the groping and all that stuff he's not going to respond with your husband is a rapist I mean he's really not going to say that I, I don't understand how he cannot say that Sean well I I think maybe. You know, this this whole election, all these... Oh, and, and you covered for him. I don't mean to interrupt you, Sean, but and you covered for your <laughs> rapist husband. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just imagine what would have happened in these debates if before each one his staff went to him and said, just imagine Hillary Clinton as Paul Ryan. Pretend that's Paul Ryan up there. Now go destroy him. It would have been a totally different world. I mean, if he spent as much energy and effort and time attacking Hillary Clinton as he and his allies do going after Paul Ryan, his own party speaker. Imagine where we would be right now, but he just has this you know, constitutional inability to land a devastating punch on that woman. You or I, all your viewers, any one of us with no prep, given what we know and what we read and what we follow every day, could have just dealt her a complete uh, crushing blow at any point last night just because we're, you know, we're vaguely aware of the facts. We don't have to go do a whole bunch of, of prep or briefing books. Trump, who is trying to become the most powerful person in the world, couldn't even take the time to prep himself to get ready for some very obvious punches and counterpunches from Hillary. Do you I, – I, I know this is kind of a, an out-there question, Sean, and, and you don't know and I don't know. I'm asking you to sort of look into a man's soul, which, as George W. found out, is always a dubious idea. Uh, do you think he really wants the job? I'm not sure he really wants the job. Well, he's not doing the things you would expect somebody who wanted that job to do. He hasn't really set up a real campaign. He's not running real ads. He has no real ground organization. He is running his entire campaign basically from his Twitter account. I, I just, you know, maybe he does want it, and he's just so incompetent that he doesn't know how to steer constructively steer his desires into uh, productive effort. 
Or maybe this whole thing was just a vanity exercise from him that just kind of got blown out of control and uh, suddenly he ended up running for president and being on that debate stage and didn't really have a plan for what to do next. Maybe he was the dog who caught the car. Also, is this is this statement uh, completely fair or going a step too far? After watching last night's debate, it could be said that Hillary Clinton believes that a, an unborn child can be killed up to and including the moment of delivery. Uh, no, I think that's fair. It, what did she say last night that, that makes or gave the impression that she supports any restrictions on abortion? She I mean, I, I think she, I saw. Uh, in, she, go ahead. Go she ahead. criticized Trump's uh, uh, completely accurate description of partial birth abortion. I mean, she was gaslighting on what partial birth uh, abortion is. I, I got no sense from her answer last night that she favors any limits on abortion whatsoever. I think that's the most I – mean, people always talk about disqualifying, and, 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 I, and I started out the show and I said, I understand that people get into – you know we, we always have to talk about rape and incest. When does life begin? Is it moment of conception? Is it, it, th- those are discussions that reasonable people can have, right? Whether one comes down very strongly on one side or the other, I'm just, just putting that aside for a second. A reasonable person can't say that a, a baby at nine months is not a baby. And for a, a, a presidential candidate who is likely to be the next president of the United States to take that position on a national stage is it is like the moral condemnation of America before our very eyes. And I'm not some fire and brimstone guy, but I was like, this is sick. I, I want her to answer Hillary Clinton. Do you believe that the following should be legal? Should it be legal for an abortionist to take a 39 week old unborn baby uh, and perform a partial birth dilation and extraction uh, abortion on her. Should it be legal to take that 39-week-old baby, uh, rip her partially from her mother's womb, stab her skull with scissors and crush it, and then vacuum her brains out so that uh, she doesn't have to be born? Should that be legal? Because the answer she gave last night certainly suggests she thinks that should be legal. Her uh, abortionist uh, activist allies like Planned Parenthood and, and NARAL um, and National Abortion Federation, they all think that should be legal. She ought to defend that. That is murder. That is infanticide. It's disgusting. And no decent person supports it. Yeah, this is not where. And by the way, I, th- I think the polls show not that polls really sh- are, are determinative on this issue, as, as you and I both know. It's, it's a moral question. It's not a, well, we all think this question or, or rather, you know, this is a majority vote question. Uh, like 70 to 80 percent of the American people are opposed. I mean, it's a huge majority of people are like, no, no, no. Third trimester abortion is a no go. Uh, Ramesh uh, Panuru last night tweeted out that Martin Haskell said that 80 percent of the partial birth abortions he performed were purely elective. So Hillary's whole dance about life of the mother is just a dodge. That's just a dodge. She will not come out and say that she is opposed to this procedure. Uh, I think it's I think it is uh, quite honestly sadistic. I mean, I think it's deeply immoral and that there isn't any, any revulsion from the press corps over that is a is a huge indictment, I think, of where our culture is morally. Oh, it's why the press never wanted to talk about Kermit Gosnell. It's why the Washington Post and now Vox's Sarah Cliff uh, pretended it was a local crime story not worthy of coverage. Kermit Gosnell was uh, one of the nation's most infamous serial killers, and he did it from the confines of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Philadelphia. Um, he, he chopped off babies' heads. He kept them as trophies. He kept their arms and legs and feet and hands in freezers. Um, this man is the face of the abortion movement. Uh, and there's a reason Democrats and all their um, little friends in the press don't want to talk about it is because they know it's horrifying. They know it reveals the true nature of abortion, of abortion, that it destroys an innocent, healthy, viable human life for no other reason than convenience. And the last thing they want to do 
is make that into a wedge issue that can be used against them and their abortion activist allies in the Democratic Party. So they pretend it never happened, they hope they'll never hear about it, and then they lie about what the procedure actually is. Is Hillary Clinton a morally odious human being, Sean? Absolutely. Just want to make sure. So it's Trump. I gave you a chance. <laughs> well, fair enough. I think one is worse than the other, but uh, I wish it. I wish it weren't so. I, I I really do want to see the poll with um, Hillary Clinton versus like generic, a uh, generic American with no criminal background. I think generic American off the street might beat her at this point. I will vote for uh, Mr. Generic American any day. <laughs> like, just just take your chances with the first dude or woman who walks down the street, assuming no criminal record or, like, past history of violence versus Hillary. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Sean Davis. Well, sorry, I mean, it was a little intense today, Sean, but, you know, you're, you're a good guy for that as well as the lighter stuff. We'll have you back when we've got some fun stuff to talk about. Sean Davis, everybody, co-founder of The Federalist. Uh, obviously, follow him on Twitter and check out his latest at thefederalist.com. You're the man, Sean. Thanks for calling in. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Buck. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.